0: Well, welcome aboard to today's uh, podcast interview. We've got a very special guest today. This is Wesley Smith with Tree Service Marketing Profits Podcast and the Tree Service Marketing Secrets Facebook group. Uh, you may have seen a few episodes before. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube as a replay, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. we coming up with all kinds of new podcast interviews with experts, multiple million dollar tree companies, uh, tree companies that have been around a long time that can share their, their story with you. And other uh, pertinent marketing tips as well for the tree service industry. So we've got a a company today, uh, Family Tree Care out of Guilford, Connecticut. And we've got the the founding owner, David Slade and Jake Slade. It's a family business. They're both owners of the company. Welcome aboard, guys. Thanks so much for doing this today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, no problem. Thanks so much for joining and, and sharing your story. Again, like we were talking about before it started, it just helps a lot of people kind of see that vision of being in the business long term and how they can get to where you guys are at. Uh, So tell us a little bit about your business, you know, like where you started, when you started, kind of how that looked. Did you work for another tree company before you started the business, that type of thing?
1: Yep, Yeah, that's exactly right. I uh, was working at a Martin tree and landscape in Adam, Connecticut with Greg Martin back in uh, the 1990s after I graduated from college. Um, And I'm
0: a soccer player, still playing soccer. Old man, soccer. Awesome, hey man! You gotta, you gotta keep, keep youth going there. yeah. You know. Yeah,
1: um, but I was playing then, and I hurt my knee. And I had to have my uh, ACL done. And uh, while I was out recovering from that, I heard that my boss was going to fire me when I came back. So, so uh, I decided to uh, go out on my own, and I convinced the guy I was working with at the time to go out, go out with me, and we went out. We went out on our own, started our own business he's going to fire you cuz of your knee. I didn't know that part of it. Ah, there was some other there was some other weird stuff going on. I, I don't know really what was in his head and, I, and he never really talked to me about it. So mm. yeah, That's it was. A, just, the, but it was an
0: intervention, right? It's uh, good enough
1: for me, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, we had disagreements before mm-hmm. about things. um you know, I think if he had been more amenable, I probably would have stayed there, you know, if he'd offered me some <laughs> that's cashier Yeah. Yeah, if to offered me a you know a path forward and um the ownership and and participation i i probably would have stayed there and worked with him right uh,
0: but yeah yeah he didn't and um and yeah so i went on we went on, on our own so the rest is history that's where it started right that's just fate pretty much right like a lot of people want to start their own business and they they've been wanting to do it for a while but sometimes it just takes that maybe lack of a better word catastrophic thing that pops up that happens to to create it and, and spark you to go kind of go the opposite direction and, and start your own business so you kind of had some tree service experience and all that with the landscaping company and I guess did you guys decide just to do kind of tree service when you branched off on your own yeah
1: that's true he was a, a landscape designer and did landscape and trees and yeah we we just stuck we just stuck with the trees you know and um and yeah, we got a we got a loan from my mother for twenty grand. We bought a, a old three fifty uh, with a flatbed on it and a chipper, and um, and we built a box on it. And and that's that was our start. That truck and chipper, yeah.
0: Awesome. So when you when you did that, take me through those first several months because a lot of people are at that stage, right? They just started their business. Some people maybe started a year ago, two years ago, whatever. And 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 all these tidbits will help, but. When you first started, you know, that feeling of probably being proud and everything else, hey, I got my own business, I got my truck, let's get out there and do some jobs. How did you go about acquiring new customers and getting people, getting the word of mouth out there? Or did you kind of already have that built up a little bit on the side to begin with? No,
1: no, I mean, I did do some work on the side, but no, it was, um, I mean, back then, it was back in the 90s, you know, it's like a, it's a world away now, it seems. Mhm. Uh, <laughs> there was no digital advertising all the, yeah. the yellow pages was the main vehicle but we didn't go into the yellow page right away we did a, a small ad in the uh, local paper mm-hmm. um and then another thing we did that was pretty cool we volunteered to take care of notable trees in connecticut and mm-hmm. we got publicity that way we had some articles in the local paper um and that and that really took us off that was that yeah and then also, you know, of course, taking care of the people that you have and treating them right, you know, being on time, being your word and those sorts of things, I think, are really, really cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then doing that, doing that work, um, that volunteer work, that, that in itself just kind of promotes your business, right? It gets you out there, if nothing else. I mean, you're going to get out there. People are going to see your trucks, your brand. Um, and then you kind of get in with those folks. They may be able to refer you to other places too, because a lot of people, when somebody's volunteering they want to reciprocate and and get you some customers too right it almost kind of just falls into place that way when you give um and that's a, that's a great thing that you did there and then yeah like you said if you don't do great service then you're not going to get any referrals and grow your business so that's number one too i assume and then um from there when you started getting those customers were you guys putting out signs or, or doing anything else or just doing that one ad that you were talking about <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. No, we didn't have signs back then. That reminds me. One time we, uh,
1: we were in a neighborhood out in the woods, out uh, in the country, and uh, started had an idea to put business cards in mailboxes. Mm-hmm. So business cards in, I don't know, 15, 20 different mailboxes. Um, come to find out, that's illegal, and they were returned uh-huh. you know, postman to us with a note saying, "Hey, you know, you can't, you can't do this." Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that was a learning experience. But yeah, I think those are the main two things, and then eventually, I mean, the first uh, the first few years, just the two of us, and actually, uh, my partner's my original partner's uh, father worked with us. He was sort of out of work, so it was just the three of us, and um, and yeah, so we didn't really do didn't do a lot of advertising. We just sort of, uh, I mean, things were more mellow back then in a way, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, eventually we sat down, my mother had a friend who was a business consultant and she sat down with us and we made a whole marketing plan, a uh, big part of which was getting into the yellow pages, um, which I sort of had mixed feelings about, but we did it anyways. And uh, we were in there for a long time and then happy to get rid of that though. In the last, I don't know, maybe seven, 10 years ago or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are for bonfires and uh, recycling bins, I guess, at this point these days. They, uh, but that that used to be the thing, right? You get the, the double page fold out. You know, my dad uh, had a plumbing company for 30 plus years. And that was the big thing with the plumbing niche was, you know, get the double page color ads like the bigger companies had those smaller companies, maybe had one page and then maybe like half a page dollar bill size pages. Mm -hmm. Uh, different types of ads. But yeah, that was, that was it. That's where people looked for local services back in the day. That's, that's all they looked in for 40, 50 years, probably. I don't know how long the yellow pages was around, but um, it was around since I got brought up in the eighties, you know? So, um, and that's really what, you know, he used to use primarily and and get a good bit of business from that. So I, yeah, that's, that used to be local search, right. It was the yellow page book. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, awesome. So that kind of spun off into a little bit more marketing and as the years kind of grew, um, you guys, were you still just mainly one, one, one crew or did you guys kind of expand during that time frame? Yeah, no, we did, a,
1: uh, we did expand to a couple of few crews. Um, and then the partnership with my original partner fell apart and, uh, things, things got back down small again and
0: sort of, sort of kept it small from there. Okay. Awesome. And that's through the nineties and getting into the two thousands, I assume during that period.
1: That was in the
0: 2000s, yeah, in the 2000s. Okay. And tell me a little bit about this, because the mindset I know of a lot of business owners, and, and since you've been through this, you can really, you know, help other business owners kind of with the mindset of any kind of recession or anything like that that could possibly be around the corner or the one even back in 08 through 2010, like you survived, you went through it, you just, you know, kept going and kept moving forward. I think the important thing is your mental mind state during a period like that, right? Um, And just not watching the news and and things like that. So tell me a little bit about uh, you guys obviously been around for a long time and that's a credit to your, your service and the work that you're doing and everything else. What what was that like back then? Like when you went through that 2008 period and maybe 2010 or 11.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, that was, I think that was around the time we were peaking, you know, peaking Mm -hmm. in our size and, um, and pretty much didn't pay much attention to all that stuff but you really couldn't miss uh what bear stearns i I remember when bear stearns went down and then uh the phone the phone went quiet and Mm -hmm. uh and then when it did ring there were people canceling or you know people were scared and and nothing was happening so that was a very uh that was a very scary time because we had built up you know built up when you the bigger you get the more resource you need on a regular basis sure Uh, so that was, that was, that was kind of a wake up call to, uh, to the risks involved. Um, but also on the other hand, you know, there's always been this tension about work and not having work or, you know, want, needing to have work. Um, and we've always had work, you know, when things got lean, you know, you go to friends and family way back in the day, I remember. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, as long as you got something on the schedule, you do it. And if not, yeah, you know, find something to do. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, so and also I guess I feel kind of lucky in the, in the we're in the northeast here in Guilford, Connecticut. And it feels like this area has been around a long time and it's really durable and there's a you know, it's a good population, a lot of trees obviously. So so I think location probably is, you know, is something to do with it too. You know, if you're in a newer a newer developing area and stuff, it may be more more boom and bust cycle.
0: Yeah, were you able to pick up some good local talent like helpers and workers and different people for your team during that period, because maybe they were out of work in another tree company or maybe lost their own small tree company.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not remembering exactly. We've had a number of really good guys over the years. Um, and I, and now I feel we, you know, that conversation about can it's hard to find good help has been around forever. And I, oh, yeah, always,
0: sure, sure.
1: And <laughs> always bristled at that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that, people are out there, I think, but it, but it is true that in this country, especially people aren't, you know, they're not looking for the the jobs that we have or the trade jobs as much as as all the other jobs.
0: So it sounds like you made it through relatively, you know, maybe it wasn't easy, but you had built up a name, you had built up a business, you had a lot of repeat business, a lot of people knew who you were, perhaps maybe some contract work that kept you kind of, you know, steady going and things like that. Um, and so People need to just understand that, yeah, the economy may slow down a little bit, but that doesn't mean everybody in your local area is going to stop buying. There's still people that are going to be doing just fine during the, any kind of recession, um, and, and these are conversations that you know pop up occasionally too. And so, you know, I think a lot of people just have to realize that you just keep working hard, keep putting one foot in front of the other keep marketing. Cause if you stop marketing, then, you know, the old saying is if you're not growing, then you're dying, you know, cause if you're trying to stay flat, sometimes you'll kind of, you'll drop off a little bit, but if you're always pushing it, and trying to continue to increase um, you know, kind of take you through those types of slowdowns. And again, not everybody's going to be doing bad during a, a period like that, but I'm glad you, I'm glad you shared your wisdom on that. Cause I mean, a lot of people haven't been through something like that. Maybe somebody started their, their business six or eight years ago, right? We've been in an upswing bull market since they started the business. So these are just little things that you know, kind of just pop up during your business career, and it's important <laughs> to talk about them. You know what I mean? And so other people, yeah. you know, enjoy hearing about that.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, obviously, in the, in the times we're now in we that same sort of uncertainty, uh, but I think it's also important to realize that this is this is an opportunity in these times as well. It's where uh, businesses pivot and innovate and do different things that really can really launch launch businesses to another level. So. So it is a tough time. And I, we saw that in a pandemic. I saw that mm-hmm. in the pandemic. There were some restaurants that sort of froze, didn't know what to do. And other restaurants were able to pivot very quickly to take home and, and that sort of thing. And they did very well, I think. So I think that's really important for people. If they're feeling the stress of it, to try and turn that into energy to innovate and do something different and find another way.
0: Great share. Yeah. And and the other thing too, I think to your point of it's always tough to find good help, right? You hear that all the time. I think if you have a reputable tree service company, even the workers, even the people that do the labor, the work, or the people that would, that would want to potentially come join your company, they see that, right? They know who the local professional tree companies are, who are on the up and up, who do the right thing, who treat their employees with respect and care and everything else. So if you're doing that on a daily basis, then you're going to attract those types of good quality people to your business. I think, is that, is that something that you see too?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. And you want to, you want to kind of always be doing it. There's somebody working with us now that I've, we found, um, when I was looking at a job and, and for his mother and his mother is like, uh, yeah, my son loves climbing trees. I'm like, he loves climbing trees. You know, we have his number. Um, mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, so they are out there. And, uh, you know, I think other outreach programs, especially the school, I think there's a lot of kids in high school who don't have a path forward, don't want to go to college, you know, would love an opportunity to work outside and work with trees.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, getting into some of the marketing things, like what would you say today would be your most profiting or most profitable marketing channel? Or maybe there's a couple that, that are bringing in the majority of the business.
1: Well, since we sort of, uh, are keeping it small, it hasn't really been an issue. Um, we pivoted. We're, we're working with a web hosting company and they, they keep our site optimized. And, uh, we're going to do some, some Google ads next year. But I think the main, the main, um, marketing that we have is, is, uh, the work that we do and the impression that we leave on people
0: so mostly referrals word of mouth nothing wrong with that those are the best referrals the best source of business you can get right there
1: yeah yeah And we've also over the years really sort of honed down an area too to try and um you know tighten up our area and so i think that helps a lot too we're in the same area a lot of the time um I, we got all the trucks lettered up too that's a big thing too yes uh, for all those impressions and then we also actually we also have two uh, mini coopers okay we're lettered up with a logo and kind of a funky style that's, that's unmissable. So that's, yeah. So every day making impressions in the community. That those
0: things have. are definitely a little more fuel efficient, probably for appointments and estimates, right?
1: Definitely. Now that <laughs> fuel prices spike or happy to drive a little vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And people love them too. They're like, Oh my God, I've never seen a tree guy in a Mini Cooper before.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what we tell people all the time. Branding is just important as the marketing I mean, It's a spinoff. It's, it's almost the same. They kind of go together. But the more trucks you have wrapped, if you put out signs with your logos, do direct mail, do your internet marketing, like you guys Google, you got your website, people are finding your Google website, your map, Um, all of these things are impressions. And so the more often people continue to see you, the more often they're going to remember to call you, right? So it's like if you just have the white trucks or the yellow trucks and there's no lettering and no branding Um, you, are missing out on all those eyeballs, seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And then they don't even really think about it. They just know what tree company they're going to call the next time they're going to call a tree company. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that, that goes a long way, especially if you're going to be in the business a long time, it just, it really helps accelerate your lead flow down the road too. Um, but that's awesome. So are you guys doing any kind of like email marketing or anything like that to your, to your customers?
1: No, we haven't. We we've collected emails for a while now. We have a bunch. Actually, Marley, uh, my daughter Jake's sister, was talking about doing an email campaign. She's looking for some work. So, yeah, that's worked real I well too. I've be, mm-hmm. always been kind of worried about that, uh, just because I don't like getting a lot of emails, and um, and also I want it to be valuable. You know, I want it to have valuable okay. information. I guess I just haven't. Yeah.
0: Sure. Oh yeah. You know, I I got gotcha. you. Um, well, this is awesome. So what would like currently you guys have what, maybe two crews that you're running in the business or is it one main crew or how do you guys look? Yeah. One main crew? Okay. And yeah. then just just staying busy, staying efficient. Everybody knows their role and, and gets out there and get the gets the work done. You guys still booked out pretty heavy right now? Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple couple months of work. Oh, that's great! That's awesome. Well, being up in the north, you know, some of the people are regional. People listen to this all over the country, all over the world. Actually, we got listeners in different countries too. But being in a, a colder climate, do you guys still try to just keep busy even during December, January timeframe too? February?
1: Yeah, yeah, we work, we work right through the winter. Actually, I think last winter was like one of the two winters since we started this business that uh, that it was busy all winter.
0: Wow, that's great. So- kind
1: of new you know the climate's changing yeah more work covid a little bit i think yeah there's a lot of work stacked up from everyone getting there, there yeah. and then being in their backyard and all the time mm-hmm. really built up the last few years I
0: think. oh That's yeah yeah it. well what we saw too with a lot of our clients is like as soon as covid hit it was like boom everybody just kind of was just deer in headlights for a month or so right and then as soon as they lifted the uh uh, the restrictions on what you could and couldn't do. And then tree service became an essential service. Everybody was busier than they've ever been in their yeah. career. I think for about six, eight months there in, in 2020. Um, and then 2021, it kind of it followed up there. And then this year they've been pretty busy too. They've had an established business. They've been really, really busy this year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's awesome. So you guys are using social media and things like that in your business?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jake
0: is a Instagram rock star. Awesome. I don't
1: use any of that stuff. <laughs> I it, but, yeah. I did. Yeah. I post on Instagram a good bit. And then just like double post it to Facebook. Usually I'm,
0: I don't do Facebook too very much. Cool. Well, awesome. So you guys, you got a family business. Um, what do you say to like the, let's say like an, an owner of a tree service business who maybe just started or is kind of hoping that their business makes it and, and they want to make sure that they plant those right seeds and keep moving forward. Like just words of encouragement because you've been there, right? Like you started your company 25 plus years ago, probably been through a couple of slowdowns in the economy, made it through just fine. What would you say to those people? Maybe they just started their business and kind of just looking for direction, making sure they're doing the right thing.
1: <laughs> okay. Wow, that's a great question. How do you, How do you know you're doing the right thing? Uh, well, one thing we were talking about marketing, I think consistency, you know, having the same, using the same recognizable uh, brand, you know, it's branding where you're talking about, but, yeah, you know, we have the same colors and the same, I mean, it's changed a little bit here and there, but, but not materially. So you can still recognize the marketing that we're doing now from 25 years ago in a way. So I think that's really important is to have a consistent, um, you know, connection with your company visual order marketing connected with your company
0: awesome yeah and just uh, it, just keep yeah. keep going no sorry
1: yeah yeah no i mean it's a it's a tough it's a tough question you know business is funny i think um you know because when it's good it's good you're rocking and mm-hmm. rolling and when it's bad it's bad and everything seems to be going wrong and you wonder what the hell you're doing so i think i think being prepared for the ups and downs you know having uh resources um you know, a mentor, somebody you can go to to talk about things is really important. And also, you know, talk you down from the ledge if there's other business owners, you know, um, you know, being, having friendships with them and talking, sharing about businesses. I think it's really important because it, 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 it gets overwhelming at times. You know, you just, you get overwhelmed. And so to have somebody to reach out to or have other places you can go to get answers and talk about stuff is really helpful. I think.
0: That's awesome. That's the exact reason I do this podcast right? It's like people want to hang out and around people that are doing the same business that they're doing and and just hearing other people's stories helps them. Uh, If if for nothing else, they know if if I continue to work hard, stay consistent, stay positive, I'm going to make it, you know, and the old saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get really plays a factor in everybody's business, right? I mean, we, as an agency, we have ups and downs in our business too, right? So it's like, you just have to keep, keep moving forward, keep, keep working at it and uh, keep going. But um, yeah, so I think staying consistent with the marketing side, you know, just in doing that stuff, would you say like joining the associations like the TCIA or the ISA and all that stuff, that's important, right? For business connections and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great resource too. Yeah. We have a Connecticut tree protective association in Connecticut too, which is an awesome resource. And, uh, and they have climbing competitions. Um, Jake's Connecticut state champion this year. Uh
0: oh, we got a state champ want in the house. You yeah. <laughs> won it
1: all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, but, yeah, the associations are really valuable. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, we'll be there in uh, November coming up in a couple of weeks. We got a, a booth there, and we we usually see a lot of clients there. Are you guys gonna be up there? Yeah, we'll be there. We'll cool. Awesome. We ought to stop by. We got a booth over there next to the climbing uh, championship thing over there, or the demonstration uh-huh. area. You know. Um, so that'll be fun. Well, guys, I really appreciate you uh, you sharing today. I think a lot of nuggets of wisdom there. Um, anytime you can, you can hear from a business owner that's been out there 25 years, uh, it just shows you that anything's doable. You can continue to grow your business. You can stay in business. You can survive any kind of ups and downs in the economy. Um, just because there's a recession doesn't mean you have to just, you know, duck your head and, and crawl in a hole and wait it out, right? You, you still just keep working. You put yourself out there because there's going to be people that need tree services pretty much year round every, every year, no matter what. Um, so just a matter of just staying positive, I think, having the mental mindset. yep, and resilient. The resiliency, that's right. Thick skin, resiliency, and just, uh, and like you said, I think just having somebody to talk to, like maybe a mentor, or even just being a part of like these associations where you have access to other business owners um, and best practices and things like that um i always encourage everybody to join those types of things or get get people to talk to because it really helps just be able to share ideas and stuff well did you have any parting words or anything else that you want to share about maybe where family tree care is going or anything like that straight to heaven baby there you go <laughs> jake is uh so we're oh, working thank this. you
1: yeah, yeah no thank you i appreciate for uh appreciate you for doing this and for talking to us so
0: no, I appreciate you guys joining. You guys are just sharing your wisdom and your business story. So I, I really thank you for coming on. It's sometimes difficult to do, you're busy. So I appreciate your time doing it too. Um, well, that's it for today's episode, guys. Again, this was Family Tree Care in Connecticut. Uh, owners uh, David and Jake Slade. And uh, until next episode, we'll see you then. Thanks so much.